USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to Money Wise. You know, one of my favorite things, and I've got some funny stories to tell, is my memories of my grandparents. Of course, one of my funniest memories, now that I look back on it, was when I was about five years old, and it was near Christmas time, and my grandfather on my father's side, who, by the way, served in World War I in the Marine Corps, got me a doll as a Christmas present because he thought it was funny. And I was so mad and I fumed about it and I fumed about it for a while. And then he was in the living room and he had his newspaper up reading the newspaper. And I took the doll and I threw it right through his newspaper, made the newspaper collapse. That's one of my memories of my grandfather. Oh boy, that's a great memory, Ray. (laughs) But today we're gonna be talking about grandparents and financial planning why it's important for grandparents, but we're also going to be talking about some very special things and stories about grandparents, memories that we might have of things that they did, both good and bad, what it's like to be a grandparent now, which I am. And uh, I'll tell you, it's much better being a grandparent than being a parent. What do you think, Pete? Oh, wait a minute. You're my son. Well, you also, you haven't introduced anybody yet. You've just talked about throwing a doll through a newspaper and <laughs> okay well we have to start out with a, a bang don't we so anyway my name is ray lance and we're happy to have you with us with us also this morning is randy gibbons good morning and good morning randy she also does a lot of work in the financial part of our company and then also is uh, my son and partner and the current president of usa wealth group pete lance good morning pete good morning good and morning good, everyone good morning randy Good morning. So do you have good memories about grandparents? Oh, I have wonderful memories about my grandparents. We grew up, my grandparents had a summer home on West Island. In Fairhaven, yeah. In Fairhaven, yes. And we spent many a summer there. And my grandfather, I don't know if you know this, Ray, but we used to walk around on West Island when I was little looking for leprechauns because apparently they live on West Island. I didn't know that. Yes, yes, out (laughs) in the woods near the sassafras trees. He used to pull those out of the ground and oh, I didn't know that. boil the root and make sassafras tea. Wow. I don't know what it was. But what a great memory that yes, is. Yes, yes. So we had a lot of fun growing up. Well, grandparents can be very special, and uh, we all have different memories. We're going to ask you a little bit later, Pete, about some of your recollections of uh, grandparents. I have many. Like my mother, who lived with us for about 16 years, and she was a peach. She was a real sweetheart. But today we want to talk about what are some of the things that grandparents could do maybe to give their children or their grandchildren a, maybe a financial head start. You know, the world is difficult today. Financial wisdom is hard to come by, but sometimes grandparents can fulfill that role, can't they? Yeah, and there's a lot of people that we meet with who want to give their grandchildren a financial head start. But, you know, a lot of them are maybe questioning whether or not they can afford to do it and you know jeopardize their own financial future and, and retirement. So let's start out with one simple example that you can think about. Let's say that you're a grandparent and you have a life insurance policy or you have IRAs or retirement accounts. Typically, you're gonna name your spouse as a beneficiary, but then you're gonna name a secondary beneficiary, right? Yes. And if you happen to have children, you're going to name children typically as your secondary beneficiaries. And the secondary so beneficiary is also called contingent beneficiary. It means what happens if uh, something happens to your primary beneficiary. It's just a backup plan. Right. So what happens if, um, when's the last time you may have looked at your own retirement accounts, your IRAs, your 401ks, your 403bs, to make sure you've named your beneficiaries correctly. That's one of the things that we can do here, can't we? We can help people 
make sure that those documents are correctly prepared. We sure can. I'd say two or three times a week we're helping somebody do a change of beneficiary form. Yeah, and often when we do meet with people, we find out that people just have not kept them up to date. So a very important. But the important point here is not only naming children as contingent beneficiaries, what if you want to name grandchildren also? You can do that. Yes. It's better not to do it maybe if they're five years old, but you could even carve out different percentages. You could say, well, I've got three children. I would like to leave one-third interest to each of my grandchildren, but you know what? Maybe I'd like to do something for my grandchildren. So maybe I'm going to need leave 30% to each of my three children and then another 10% for each of my grandchildren. Yeah, so we can do it in any way that people want. We can specify that. Um, it's also not a, a matter for this show, but uh, with attorney Mike Coleman or attorney Tenny Lance from Lance Law, if someone um, had a larger estate and wanted to have real specifics uh, drawn up and, and exact percentages and maybe leaving um, money to grandchildren only when they reach certain ages, uh, the law firm can assist with that with some uh, estate planning. Okay. Well, there are a lot of things that grandparents can do to teach financial literacy uh, to grandchildren, and I think that's a very important thing you can do. And it can start when they're very young. I've done it with my own grandchildren and said, all right, here's a dollar, and then I'll show them all the coins that make up a dollar, and here's how you count up the coins to make one dollar. They probably don't remember it anymore, but... I'm sure they do. That's a great idea, Ray. Yeah, it is. But there are things you can do to help them learn about savings and investments and planning for the future. And most importantly, maybe you'd like to leave something for the benefit of grandchildren. We're going to talk about some ways that you can do that with 529 plans and some other ways you can protect uh, grandchildren. And if you want to talk to uh, Peter uh, or to me about that in particular, uh, either one of us, um, give us a call at 508-998-8858. Yep, so today's show, as you can probably tell by this point, is all about grandparents and financial planning. We're going to get into some questions that you may have asked yourself or maybe you haven't yet, but really there is a special bond between grandparents and grandchildren. And when we talk about legacy planning, it's not necessarily always about leaving an inheritance or giving the lavish gifts that you may want to give. It's about, as you just mentioned, Dad, um, you know, sharing and imparting the financial literacy and really establishing good financial habits that will stand with them hopefully for the rest of their lives. Yep. So we can help you with some of the simpler things like making sure your beneficiaries are named correctly, but a lot of people want to leave a legacy, and we've done that sometimes with insurance as well. Yep, that can be a very good tool for a real legacy. So I'll give you an example. Tax-free legacy. When your son, my grandson, my oldest grandson, who's now the age of 20, when he was three years old, I took out a $100,000 life insurance policy on his life. And it's a whole life policy, and I've been paying the premiums all these many years. Well, during that time, it built up over $5,000 in cash value. Without my ever thinking about it or looking at it or really, or checking on the value. If he wants to go to college or spend money for college, that money can be taken out as a loan hmm. from the policy. It's not taxable income if you borrow the money from the life insurance policy. And that's money that could be used for his, towards his education. So there are a lot of things you can do to help kids uh, uh, get educated as well. Yeah, and when you took that policy out, it wasn't really meant for big cash earnings. There's other types of life insurance, whole life insurance policies that can create more of a cash value. Um, we can show you how to do that. Um, it's a wonderful thing for grandparents to get a, a whole life policy on their grandchildren. So our focus today really is to be talking about maybe how can you make a better impact on the lives of your own grandchildren if you happen to have grandchildren. And we've got this whole 10 thought-provoking questions that will really tie into everything that we're going to be talking about today. Another one that you may or may not have considered is, do you live close to your grandchildren or are they in a different part of the country or a different part of the state? We have clients all the time who talk about wanting to relocate 
simply because they want to be closer to their children and their grandchildren. So maybe that's something that you're um, considering. You could also do a Zoom conference today. We do Zoom conferences every once in a while with grandchildren, and they'll act out and make faces, but, you know, it's a way of maintaining connection with them, isn't it? Yep. Yes. So, Pete, do you know why grandparents and grandchildren get along so well? The same mentality, probably? No, they have a common enemy. Oh, okay. (laughs) That was Sam Levinson. He said, the reason grandparents and grandchildren get along so well is that they have a common enemy. I've always liked that. There's some truth to that, isn't there? I like mine better. You like your what better? My quote. I'm going to have that. that You can write that down for the next time we do a show. Well, Alex Haley also once said, nobody can do for little children what grandparents do. Grandparents sort of sprinkle stardust over the lives of their little children. Alex Haley. I like that one, too. Well, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today about, you know, financial retirement and are there some things that you could do better as a grandparent? Do you know about 529 plans or Coverdells or custodial investment accounts? Uh, What age should grandchildren be maybe before you put their name on an account? Some college retirement savings plans are only allowed to be used for those purposes. And what happens if your grandchildren don't want to go to colleges? More and more people choose not to go to college. Um, But really, a good financial plan can help you as a grandparent identify ways to help your grandchildren and their future without necessarily sacrificing their own financial plan. And many times we can do that and make recommendations to help you do just that. Other times there may be something that you can do that will slightly reduce your own financial plan and your assets, but it will greatly increase the benefit to your grandchildren. And we're going to talk about things other than just finances. For example, did you know, uh, Randy, that three quarters of grandparents, 73% of people who were polled as grandparents said that voting, learning how to vote and going to vote in elections is a value that they are interested in passing down to their grandchildren. I didn't know that. And I thought that was impressive. So nearly half of grandparents are very interested in passing down not just money, but values such as volunteering and doing things of that nature. Well, we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about how can you, as a grandparent, create a better legacy for your grandchildren. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508 508- 998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're so happy to have you with us this morning. We're talking about grandparents. So, Peter Lance, do you have good memories of grandparents? I have nothing but great memories of my grandparents. Unfortunately, uh, my grandparents on mom's side were pretty much out of my life because they had passed or had Alzheimer's uh, before I was really even a teenager. But I do have some very fond memories of them staying overnight with them and the ribbon candy and Pop-Tarts and homemade iced tea and things like that uh, with mom's parents. Your parents, especially your mom, I have really very fond memories of she lived in a little cottage out behind our house and I spent lots and lots of time with her in the pool and I'd go over there and have dinner with her at least once a week, especially in the summertime. And I'd even sleep over on her little uh, porch some nights and great, great memories, great times with her. She also did a lot of things to cover up for you when you did things that you shouldn't have done, probably, huh? Not a lot, but a couple of times, yes. Okay. She was, she was awesome. <laughs> well, she recognized that sometimes when you're young and foolish, you're young and foolish. I absolutely adore my kids, and I 
always knew I wanted to be a dad. I can't wait to be a grandfather, although I can't at the same time because my kids are still much too young to have kids of their own, but I know I'm going to enjoy being a grandparent. And my favorite ages for, for kids are like one, one and a half up until, you know, seven or so. And I just think that's a really special, fun time. Well, you know, no matter how much we want to help our grandchildren and do things for grandchildren, make sacrifice for them sometimes, um, you have to always make sure that your own finances are in order also. You can't just spend your all your retirement money, for example, to pay for tuition or braces or those kinds of things. And there are ways to stay in touch with grandkids besides just moving to be close to them. Uh, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Now, I mentioned, for example, you can do uh, Zoom conferences now with kids, and you can do that on a regular basis and stay in touch with them. But the starting point really is like, I guess what I would call first things first. You need to think about, is your own retirement plan in order? Um, nobody knows how long you're gonna live necessarily. Uh, do you have enough money that's gonna last your lifetime first to take care of yourself? Yeah, and again, I mentioned in the first segment that we can almost always help you figure out ways to assist your grandchildren as well without affecting your own financial future. You just mentioned Zoom calls. It's not the same thing as being in person with your grandchildren, but if it's the only option, it's at least an option that wasn't available, you know, even three or four years ago. You had FaceTime with Apple stuff, but with that being said, it triggered something to uh, remind you listening at home that we are really doing a lot more Zoom meetings with people. So um, if you do want to meet with us but don't want to come into the office, uh, or maybe you have family you know, who are out of state and want to be part of your financial planning, we can do a Zoom call. We've been doing a lot more of them. You can give our office a call, and our staff will send you an email. Literally, all you do is open the email and click on the link, and you're in. And we can help walk you through that if you have any difficulties or questions. Uh, give our office a call at 508-998-8858. Yep. The other thing is, of course, we can do telephone conferences and we can do conference calls where if you've got a family member in another state, perhaps, that would like to be part of a financial discussion with you, uh, we can do a conference call. We can conference in several people in different locations. Yeah, and I would say... It's 50-50 about whether people are comfortable opening up their children um, or even sometimes grandchildren into their financial planning and the, and the whole process. And we welcome it. We are more than happy to have you involve anyone else, but we also understand and, you know, if, if you only want to have you and your spouse present and aware of what you actually have for assets and what your plans with those assets are. But as we just said, uh, Pete, you know, one of the first things we need to make sure is that you've got your own financial house in order first. You want to make sure that we can look at a budget with you. We can look at your income sources. We can do an analysis of your Social Security, an analysis of your assets, and make sure you're going to have enough income that you're going to feel comfortable before you go ahead and strip away a large part of that for grandkids. Yeah. There are ways to help, but let's start with your own financial plan first and... Where does it come from? It's not terribly complicated. It might be a, a two or three page plan that shows your budget. What is your current income? What are the sources of your income? What are your expenses? And maybe you need to do that before you think about giving away you know, large sums of money. Yeah, I would say that that's the most important thing is to get, as you said, your own um, financial uh, plan in order and then focus on your children and grandchildren and what kind of legacy you want to leave to them. And it's important to mention also, Dad, what you just said, that some people's financial plans are a lot simpler and maybe only, you know, three or four pages um, in our retirement navigator notebook. But uh, other people have a lot more complexity to their plans and a lot more things that they want to do uh, with their own future and and their legacy. Yeah, and time is important. I mean, uh, sometimes it's fun to sit down and watch a movie with uh, grandkids. So Brad Pitt once said, for example... I phoned my grandparents and my grandfather said, we saw your movie. And I said, which one? This is Brad Pitt. He shouted, Betty, what was the name of that movie I didn't like? (laughs) That's Brad Pitt's grandfather said that. That's funny. Probably Fight Club. I can't imagine that. I don't know. Grandparents Uh, would like Fight Club. Well, 
Any time we can spend with grandkids is uh, really important. It's very special for me and for Tenny, attorney Tenny Lance. Um, anything we can do to go watch a, a soccer game, which is not always the most exciting thing in the world to do, uh, you know, we'll drive an hour to go do that just to be able to spend some time. How many baseball games have I been to with all three of your children, Pete? Lots many. and lots and lots. And I, I absolutely loved playing soccer. We have a large, you know, Portuguese population, of course. I don't understand watching soccer. I never have. <laughs> and I, but I always enjoy watching my kids play sports, but soccer was always just like watching paint dry to me. Playing it was fun, but um, we have some more of our little polling of grandparents here. And grandparents are largely optimistic about their grandchildren's uh, future, with 67% agreeing that their grandchildren will live as well as they have. And younger grandparents who are aged 45 to 54 are more likely to agree. Uh, 76% of 45 to 54-year-old grandparents agree that their grandchildren will have at least as good a future and life as they have had. Well, it's, it's important to teach grandkids things, too. And part of that they learn simply by being with you uh, and spending time with you. And some of the things that you've taught your grandchildren are not necessarily appropriate. I don't know what you mean by that. There's a special mountain up in Waterville Valley that they all know now as... Oh, Booby Mountain? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that, you know, farting might be funny and other inappropriate things. No, that's, that's not appropriate to talk about on the radio, Peter. Let's, uh, let's give us a break here. But I do know people who have refinanced their house specifically because they live in Massachusetts and their income was enough to support them, but not quite enough to go spend a month in the state of Washington on the West Coast where their child lives and their grandchildren lived and they like to go out there once in the summertime and spend a whole month out there. Airfare, they rent a hotel and everything else. They refinance their house just so they would have extra money to be able to go do that. Maybe you do that, maybe you don't. But when you travel to go see your grandchildren, you know, you're looking at airfare and accommodations and how much can you realistically spend? Do you want to go into debt to do that? And uh, maybe there's some other things you can do. I honestly hope that my children stay close and if they do decide to move, they move up to New Hampshire because I'm going wherever they go mm -hmm. unless they spread out all across the country. Well, we had an employee who worked for us for quite a long time, and she actually sold her house and moved from Massachusetts to the state of California because that's where her daughter now resides with a grandchild. Yeah, we she had, wanted to be with a grandchild. We have clients, of course, who have children all over the country and all over the world. We have several clients with uh, children and grandchildren in the U.K., um, other parts of Europe, but also lots of California, Texas. Um, so, yeah, it's it's what happens. And usually when children do leave, um, you know, Massachusetts, it's for college uh, or for love or for a job. Well, we all want to spend time with our grandchildren. That's a fact. And hopefully, at least for a while, grandchildren want to spend some time with us as well. So we have a trip coming up soon, uh, Tenny and I do, and it's down south. We won't talk about where, but a couple of the grandchildren are going along, and uh, we're paying the airfare so they can afford to do that. And that's something very important to us. We're going to get to spend a week with grandchildren, and that's a very special time. Yeah, and I think that that's evident of what they feel about you, how they feel about you, because if you were not good grandparents and were not fun, then I don't think any of the grandkids would want to go. Yep, you're right. <laughs> well, one of the things you can do is called a 529 plan. It's a tax advantage savings plan. It's specifically designed for education. Uh, you can use it for educational expenses. It doesn't have to be just college. It can be for voc school, vocational school, post-grad programs. And in some cases, you can use it for K through 12 expenses. Uh, it's sort of like an IRA in a way because if you have money in a 529 plan, it grows tax deferred. You don't pay uh, income taxes on the interest that's accumulating. And uh, ultimately, it's going to be free from federal tax if it's used for qualified educational expenses. 
So a lot of states have a very specific company they'll work with for their particular state. We can give you information on that if you like. Um, you know, give us a call at 508-998-8858. We'd be happy to meet with you. We'd be happy to help you set up a 529 plan if you want. Uh, many, many ways you can do. And there, there, as I mentioned at the in the first segment, there are other w- things that you can do and ways that you can help assist for um, you know your grandchildren in college uh, without necessarily a 529 plan. But if you're sure that that's what they're going to be doing with it, then that's very useful. Well, one quick thing you can do is you can put up to five years worth of annual gift exclusions into a 529 plan. So you can put a chunk of money in. We'd be happy to share information with you to give us a call. But meanwhile, we're going to take another short break, and we will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group, helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our special show on grandparents. I think grandparents can be very special people. And Marcy D. Marie once said, Grandma always make you feel she had been waiting to see you just all day, and now the day was complete. Grandparents do make you feel special, don't they? They do. Yeah, again, I've got really fantastic memories, especially of my Nana. Yep, And I think my about mother, her... Yep. Uh, at least three or four times every single week I think about her. Yeah, we've got her picture in the office. She was a terrific lady. She used to wave at you in the morning when you left for school. She used to be in the door waiting for you to get off a school bus at night and wave at you when you got home. I have a large 8 by 10 whatever size photo that is on my desk in my office. And we have a you know 5 by 7 photo of her on our bookcase in our living room. Do you know what an ofrenda is? Ofrenda? Yeah. No. It's sort of like an area where people, Spanish people, Mexican people, I believe, I'm not entirely sure, so forgive me, but they put photos of their loved ones, and especially on Dia de los Muertos, they have an ofrenda, and they recognize them and all their people who have passed in their lives. Well, some cultures have really great respect for older generations and older people and grandparents. Uh, The Japanese do, the Chinese do. They revere the older generation, not so much in this country. So I just thought of something I need to have you and mom come over and watch. And for any of you listening at home, you may think this is silly, but there's a movie called Coco, C-O-C-O. And it's a Disney Pixar movie. And even though it's a cartoon... It is really touching, and it's about a relationship with a grandmother and her deceased father and the grandmother and her grandson. And it's really touching. Mm. It's cute and touching. Well, uh, maybe we'll watch it. So you should watch it. You should come over and watch it with Charlotte. Okay, I'll do that. We'll make an appointment. So here's a quotation from an unknown person, unknown author. Grandmas never run out of hugs or cookies. That's true, isn't it? Grandparents like to spoil grandkids, don't they? Some of my favorite memories of watching mom with my children have been up in New Hampshire baking, you know, mixing and baking cookies or muffins or other things. I wonder if there's such a thing as a foster grandparent program. I bet there is. We should look into that at some point. Well, let's come back to some financial things. I don't know if people realize it or not, but in the state of Massachusetts, uh, we do not have a gift tax. So you can give away any amount of money you want to any other person. There's no gift tax on it in Massachusetts. We'll talk about federal tax in just a minute. And um, there's no reporting, there's no filing, there's no minimum, there's no maximum. There's no gift tax in Massachusetts. So if you want to give away money to grandchildren, you can do that. Make sure you're not being taken advantage of, obviously, but you can make gifts and you don't have to worry about reporting it. Gifting is always a nice thing to do, I think. Let's talk about this something called a Coverdell Education Savings Account. It's a little bit different from a 529. 
529 plans for the most part really focus on post-secondary education, that is college. But Coverdell uh, plans can be used. Uh, it's called an ESA or education savings account. They can be used for grades K through 12. So if somebody went to uh, a private school, they can help with tuition for that. You can set aside money. Coverdells do have an annual limit, and um, we're going to see if it's changed since this data, but this data is from 2021. Yeah, I think it's current. I think, I think it, I thought it had increased, but uh, it's, it was as of 2021, uh, the annual contribution limit per beneficiary is $2,000. So if you have a, a younger grandchildren and they're looking for help for maybe a private school, uh, Friends Academy, you were fortunate enough to go to Friends Academy for three years, Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, it costs money to go there. And, uh, you know, it's a nice thing to do. Grandparents can contribute to that cost uh, for doing that. They can contribute in advance. Um, you can put money into a Roth IRA account um, on behalf of a grandchild and let it build up over the years and that can seeing, be a nice retirement account for them later. We've been seeing more and more of that. There's also something we've been doing more with, which is Roth conversions. Um, there is, you know, there are taxes that you would have to pay to do a Roth conversion right now. Taxes are going to go up uh, at the beginning of 2026, so it's important to do it before then if you are considering that. But it's a great, great gift to leave to your children and grandchildren. That's an important reminder, Pete, because January 1, 2026, uh, everybody's income taxes and the tax rates in this country are scheduled to go up again. It's already built into the law, does not require any further action by the president or the Congress or anything else. It's the law. A lot of people don't realize it. This is the time when you ought to be thinking about doing some tax planning. But I mentioned a minute ago that in Massachusetts, we do not have a gift tax. There is a federal gift tax, and there's both an annual exclusion. I haven't looked at that recently. I think the amount is around $17,000 right now, but don't hold me to that until I can just double-check it again. Uh, It's called an annual exclusion amount you can give, again, without reporting. If you give more than that per person, per beneficiary, per donee, then you're supposed to file a gift tax return. However, the federal estate tax is in combination with the gift tax. And right now you can give almost $13 million away without having to pay an actual tax. You have to file a gift tax return federally once you exceed the annual exclusion amount. So you can give away a fair amount of money without having to worry about paying taxes on it. And, by the way, on January 1, 2026, the federal estate tax exemption is coming down again from its really high level right now of close to $13 million per person is exempt from federal estate tax. Um, That's going down to about $5 million. Yep. Um, so back to some more of the poll that was taken about grandparents and, and their grandchildren and giving and, and legacies and everything else. Uh, 62% of grandparents have provided financial support or some type of monetary gift for grandchildren within the past five years. The average amount over the past five years was just over $8,000. Um, what type of gift was that? In most cases, it was cash. Um, and 82% it was cash. The next category was just gifts of some other type. And then much smaller amounts, U.S. savings bonds, stocks or bonds, life insurance or other. Yep. So Ogden Nash, who was a very famous writer and poet, once said, when grandparents enter the door, discipline flies out the window. You like that one? Yeah, and I suppose that's true. And I would say that you and Mum were always at least good to our grandchildren and or to your grandchildren my children and didn't teach them really bad things just silly things well i invented the moo cow story once upon a time in a very good time it was there was a moo cow walking down the road which is a line from a very famous novel Uh, but then i made it into a story that i would tell the kids about the cows giving chocolate milk and strawberry milk and we won't talk about the rest of it which was a little off color but I wonder if they remember those stories I used to tell them. I don't know. You'll uh, have to ask them. Usually you did it up in New Hampshire. Yeah, I'll have to teach uh, the younger ones those stories again. 
Uh, here's an anonymous quote that I thought was interesting. No cowboy was ever faster on the draw than a grandparent pulling out a baby picture out of a wallet. Oh, it's just okay. That's okay? All right, one more unknown. Grandfathers are just antique little boys. It's just okay also. That's just okay. All right, we'll find some better ones for you. So we've talked about Coverdell plans. We've talked about 529 plans. So just remember that there are some tax advantage plans where you can give money away and let it accumulate on a tax-deferred or tax-free basis um, when it's used for educational purposes. This is kind of depressing to me at least. Here's um, a little chart about percentage of grandparents who have one or more grandchildren living this far away. Um, 40% of grandparents have at least one grandchild living more than 500 miles away. I would say the majority, 60%, have their grandchildren living within 1 to 50 miles away. 8% are in the same household. Well, somebody who is in this room with us right now, who's standing right behind me and operating the equipment, has uh, two children who are in college down in New Jersey, and she makes a weekend trip to go down on a Friday night and get in really late so she can watch some sports events. So parents and grandparents do travel, don't they? Well, they do. <laughs> Every single Friday she takes that drive, including sometimes to away football games to Pennsylvania and other places. Yeah, I just told her uh, yesterday, I said, you're a really dedicated mom to be doing those things. It's, it really is. So giving money into a Roth IRA is also a very good thing. We touched on it very briefly. But a Roth, once you put money into it, eventually will pay out, we're not going to go into all the rules, without anybody having to pay any income taxes out. Why don't you set up some money for a child for their retirement? Um, the interest compounds and grows throughout their whole lifetime. The younger you start, the more you can create. It's like, a, like creating a snowman. It just keeps rolling and rolling and getting bigger and bigger. We're happy to give you some information about that. Uh, give us a call at 508-998-8858. We always like to see people in the office because everybody's financial situation is unique, isn't it? It is, and that's something I've mentioned almost every single show. There is just like a fingerprint, every single person's financial plan is completely unique and different. They have different assets. They have different dreams and goals and everything else. So it's it's definitely not cookie cutter. Everybody is a puzzle, and we have to put that puzzle together. Some puzzles are easier than others, but that's what we like to do. One of my uh, very close friends called me just yesterday and basically said, he wasn't able to meet with me that day as we had planned because he was running to a different state. His grandson, who's um, in his early 40s, was injured, and he wanted to go see him in the hospital right away. So we care about our family. We care about our grandkids, don't we? We do, and one of the things that we've always mentioned here in the office to all of our new employees, anytime they're relatively new, is family comes first if there's ever any family emergency whether it's a spouse a child a grandchild you don't have to even think about asking us to leave you just run out the door and when it's convenient reach out to us and explain why you had to leave we're going to take another break and we will be back in just a moment stay tuned we're going to talk a little bit more about grandparents and grandchildren and why that relationship is so special stay tuned This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back once again to Money Wise. Welcome back to Ray Lance and Peter Lance. Welcome back, Peter Lance. Why are you putting that voice on? <laughs> That's my <laughs> radio that? voice, Peter Lance. Welcome back to Randy Gibbons. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening this morning, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's great fun to be a grandparent. It's great fun if you have ever known grandparents. Not everybody has... That blessing, unfortunately. Laura Spies once said, Grandma and Grandpa, 
Tell me a story and snuggle me with your love. When I'm in your arms, the world seems small, and we're blessed by the heavens above. I just thought that was a nice nice? sentiment. Right? Sure. All right. Well, listen, (laughs) we started out the show today by talking about the fact that it's important to get your own house in order first, ladies and gentlemen. So you may want to do fancy things and expensive things for grandchildren, but make sure you've taken care of your own budget first. If you don't have a budget form, we're happy to send you a budget form. Um, If you would like to do something very specifically to leave money, particularly for grandchildren, and a lot of people do that, that can be done here. We're not part of the Lance Law Inc. law firm, Pete, you and I, and Randy is not, but the law firm does a lot of work to help grandparents leave money specifically for grandchildren. And by the way, you can do that either by a dollar amount or a percentage amount. You can leave part to children and part to grandchildren. Uh, Just think about it. Sometimes you don't have a great relationship necessarily with a parent with a child, but you have a better relationship with grandchildren. You want to help them. You can do that. A lot of people think that they have to have a multi-million dollar estate to go to a law firm and get an estate plan done, and that's simply not the case. And if you want to leave the most to who you want it to actually go to, you really should see um, Attorney Tenny Lance or Attorney Mike Coleman. It's a free consultation always for the initial meeting with them. And if you have an estate that you think is not really worth doing an estate plan, you'd be surprised how much it can actually help you for a nominal fee. And just to give a quick disclaimer, uh, at USA Wealth Group, we do not give any legal advice. We're not able to do that. It's only done by the law firm. So there are a number of ways you can give money. You can give it directly. You can help pay tuition. You can pay for an airplane flight to have a grandchild come and visit you if they're old enough to travel by themselves, which is age 18. If they're not 18, they have to travel with somebody who is at least age 18 to fly. I just discovered that recently. But um, Is that a new thing? I think it is because I just made a reservation for uh, your middle son who's 17. He's got his driver's license. He drives. He's not able to fly by himself unless he's accompanied by somebody who's age 18. I wonder if that must be just that particular airline because I have never heard that before. I mean... My nephew, Robbie, flew on his own. You know, you're right. Just like six months ago. You are right. But actually, as it turned out, on that particular flight, uh, he was flying with one of his friends the same age and his friend's parents. But I think there is such a thing as an unaccompanied minor, but you have to go through some special registration to do that. So, yep, you are right. Yep. I remember when I was about 10 years old, I flew down to Charlotte, North Carolina, to visit my uncle, my mom's brother, and watched a NASCAR race, and I was completely by myself. I flew on Piedmont. I remember that airline. Oh, you're dating yourself. (laughs) So here's a quotation I like from Teresa Bloomingdale. If your baby is beautiful and perfect, never cries or fusses, sleeps on schedule and burps on demand, an angel all the time, you're the grandma. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, in any event, um, there are so many things you can do to be beneficial to grandchildren. You can teach them things. You can teach them values. I'm working on a book project right now with my grandson. We started it when he was 19. We are going to finish it soon. We really are going to do that. Of course, he now is one year older, and he has a girlfriend all of a sudden, so his attention span has changed a little bit. (laughs) Well, we do financial planning and all manners of financial planning, and he said about four months ago maybe, he said, boy, and I'm not going to say her name, but he said, so-and-so is great, but she costs so much money. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, I love it. Oh, that's funny. I, I had not heard that before. So between gas and food and flowers and gifts and so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's called learning the hard lessons of life. Yes. <laughs> well, Jean Perrette once said, what a bargain grandchildren are. I give them my loose change and they give me a million dollars worth of pleasure. 
Yeah, I know. When kids are young, they think that, you know, a quarter is so much money or a dollar is so much money. So it's such a great innocence. But it is. as you mentioned the very first segment, it's also a useful tool to teach children how to save at a very young age as a grandparent to the, your grandchildren. Yeah. And by the way, you can set up a custodial account. It can be an investment account. It can be a bank account also. And it's uh, generally in the grandchild's name, but you maintain control of it until they reach the age of majority, uh, usually 18 or 21, or depending upon certain state laws, it can be 25. In Massachusetts, I think it would be age uh, 21. Yeah, and But you can control the age, too. Yep. And it's especially by talking to the law firm, as I mentioned, you can really control who gets what, and you can spread out money given to grandchildren or children over periods of time. Yep. And then when they become of age, they can take over the account or you can do it in segments so that they get it gradually. Here's a good example, and I've seen this in some of the work that's been done here by the law firm, for example. You can say, I want my grandchildren to get X amount of dollars or X percent, but I want them to get one third when I'm gone, one third five years later, and one third five years after that. So you don't have to put you know, a bunch of money into their hands all at one time and watch them blow it. There's ways to spread it out. And uh, yeah, the annual exclusion amount, which I talked about earlier, is $17,000 per person per year right now. And a set of grandparents, the grandfather and grandmother, can each give $17,000 to one grandchild if you want to. And that's per year? Per year. That's the annual exclusion right now. So they could give $34,000 to one grandchild as a couple if they chose to. And they can do that to an unlimited number of people. Right. So if somebody had a lot of money, they could do that. So like I said, for a couple, they could give up to $34,000 a year with no tax reporting, no tax implications. Do remember that if you're giving away money and somebody ends up in a nursing home later, you better be getting some nursing home advice from the law firm. Exactly, because I believe there's a look-back period. There's a five-year look-back period if you give things away. But, you know, in general, the relationship between grandparents and grandchildren is uh, a very special bond. You share laughs when they get older. Maybe you share recipes. My youngest grandchild, who just turned four years old, uh, helped make a birthday cake for me recently. Oh. And helped frost it, helped mix the batter for the cake. Unfortunately, for some reason, maybe the cake was too warm when they put the frosting on. All the frosting sort of melted and went down the side. <laughs> And then he served me a piece, and it was really funny to look at. And I told him how wonderful it was. Oh, I guess. Also, that's the thing is at that age, they don't care what it looks like as yeah. long as it tastes sugary and mm-hmm. sweet. Well, especially in today's uncertain financial world, you know, you can be a mentor to a grandchild. You can teach them things, and you need to figure out how to do that. So I think one of the most satisfying relationships in life, and we're not here talking about you know, a relationship that's involving a romance or something of that nature. But Donald Norber once said, surely two of the most satisfying experiences in life must be those of being a grandchild and or a grandparent. So it's special for both sides, isn't it? It is. The last thing that I'll read to you in in a poll, the advice that grandparents find most useful to impart to their grandchildren start saving and investing early in life and that's definitely something i would concur and say that's something you should impart to your your grandchildren the the next one is don't get into too much debt and then the others fall off quite a bit from there but those first two tips if you can really share that with your grandchildren and really have it sink in that would be so helpful to them the other ones are just have Um, Make sure you have basic financial security, life insurance, health insurance, and don't put all your financial eggs in one basket. And then 3% of grandparents say they don't give any advice to their grandchildren. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like to do fresh things. I like to do funny things. I like to make them laugh. They make me laugh. I always have a good time with my grandchildren. You know, if I go into a a swimming area or a pool with them, you know, we'll splash each other and bunk each other and do all kinds of crazy things. It's just lots and lots of fun. So take care of yourself first. Make sure your own plan is in place. Um, make sure you do whatever you need to do to protect your own assets from a nursing home. If you haven't done that, call Lance Law at 508-998-8800 and get some advice from them on 
Medicaid planning, possibly. We don't do that at USA Wealth Group, but the law firm does. Also, as you know, advice, just be really, really good to your children because they're going to be the ones to decide what nursing home to put you in or maybe allow you to live with them. <laughs> um, I've got some horror stories about certain nursing homes I'm not going to share on the radio, but be nice to your children. They're going to make some important decisions for you later on in life, too. Yeah, and a guy named Michael K. I cannot pronounce his last name, said, it's funny what happens when you become a grandparent. You start to act all goofy and do things you never thought you'd do. It's terrific. <laughs> I guess I would fall into that category probably, wouldn't I, Pete? Yep, I would agree. So, Randy, any parting words? Well, my favorite quote, and I don't know who said it, but I saw it on a sticker once, said that if I knew my grandchildren would be so much fun, I would have had them first. I've seen that before. That's have wonderful. You? Yeah. Yes. I saw a uh, sticker. Actually, it was a license plate in New Hampshire because you could put things, anything you want on a license plate. And it said, PMS 24 times 7. And I said, oh, I'm not going to park near that car. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Randy. And thank you very much, Pete. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And thank you for uh, listening to all of our silly quotations. And hopefully you can learn something from us. Give us a call. We're here to help you. We will be with you again next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. This radio show is a paid placement.